I'm your host, Nick Ginsberg, and you're listening to The Open Drive, a podcast focusing on authentic living and defining your own path against the odds. Well, hi there. Welcome to episode one of the Open Drive podcast. Now, can I just tell you how excited I am to finally say that? This has been an idea of mine for such a long time, and I am so excited to finally put this out into the world. So thank you so much for joining me on this journey. And trust me, it's going to be a journey. If you're coming here from my Instagram, which is at Nick Ginsberg, You may have been following me and you may think that you understand all there is to know about me. You're wrong. (laughs) So I definitely have a lot of layers, as does everyone else. But I want this podcast to be a safe space for us to get to know each other and to share our stories. Now, I understand that sounds weird because how can I get to know you when this really is kind of a one way street? You're listening to me. I want you to follow me on Instagram. So follow my personal account. So Nick Ginsburg, and follow the podcast Instagram account. You can find us at the open drive. I want you to DM me. Let's get to know each other. Post in the comments. I want to welcome you into a community that is safe and judgment free. You heard by the intro what the, the open drive podcast is about. But I want this to be a place where I can share with you everything that's happened in my life and the lessons that I have learned along the way. I want to do this not for sympathy or for anything else. I want to do it to help people. I, as a kid, would have killed to have heard a podcast like this. And I hope that I get to be that person for just one person. One or two people, if I help, I'm so happy. So, let's dive into episode one, shall we? Today, I want us to really talk about the idea of that your life experiences, your life situations, your history does not have to define your future. So, you get to choose your own path despite all the odds that may be stacked up against you. Now, for us to talk about this, I need to share with you a brief history of my life. Don't worry, it'll be brief because we could be here for hours. Hence why I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) So this is going to be a brief history of my life. I was born on the Gold Coast in 1986 I had blonde hair, fair skin, and when I was a kid, I had a bowl cut and an undercut. Let that sink in. I was raised by two mums, which was very unusual for the time. And let me tell you, my parents' sexuality had nothing to do with how my childhood went. Now, before we talk about my childhood, I need to warn you, there are going to be some heavy topics that we cover, both in this episode and future episodes. So I just want you to be fully aware. We will talk about childhood trauma. 
We're going to talk about addiction. We are going to also be talking about mental health. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but I want to share my stories with you. So just keep that in mind as you listen on. My parents, so I call my birth mother, mum, and I call her partner, so my other parent, Louise, sign of the times. They did their best, but they struggled with a lot of demons. Both of them had mental health issues. My mum has been, had been in the past kind of unconfirmed, but she was bipolar. So she had very kind of manic episodes and depressive episodes. It was a, a roller coaster. And uh, Louise has a borderline personality disorder. If you don't know what either of those are, just do a quick Google search. It'll give you most of the information you know. On top of their mental health struggles, they also really struggled with addiction. So my mum, alcoholic, she liked to gamble. She also uh, uh, smoked some pot and did all of that stuff uh, when I was a kid. And Louise was addicted to gambling and to pills and later on became an alcoholic as well. Now, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that the addictions and the mental health uh, issues are no good for each other. So as one got worse, so did the other, vice versa. As a kid, it my life was up and down, around and around, unstable, and a lot of the times, really hard. I've done a lot of work to get to a point where I can say, yeah, my childhood was crap. Now, that statement doesn't mean that my entire childhood was crap and that I hated my parents. That is not what that statement means. What that statement means is that overall, I had some really tough experiences to go through. I still love my parents so much. We still had good times as a kid. When I was a kid, I should say. But it was... Overall, it was rough. I was chubby. I danced, which was a huge escape for me. Which meant I was teased relentlessly. As I got older and I hit teen years, what I knew life to be unraveled very quickly. And hilariously, it had nothing to do with puberty. <laughs> Puberty was relatively kind to me, except for the pimples and the oily hair. But my mum and Louise unravelled very quickly. One of the most defining moments of my childhood was when I was 13 and my mum dropped me at a friend's place for a sleepover and she never returned. Yeah. And that is rough. That is rough for a 13-year-old boy to, to understand. And you can imagine that it has had a, a, a wide range of impacts on my adult life. My aunt found me and I went to go live with her. I was enrolled in high school, met some good friends... 
And then mum and Louise got worse, got better, got worse, got better. Up and down, I was living with them, they're not living with them, they're living with a friend, they're not living with them, they're living with an auntie, not living with them. It was very unstable. All of the odds were stacked against me. How could I focus in school on a few hours of sleep? How could I be my best at dance? on a few hours of sleep because I'd been up the night before trying to talk my mum into getting into bed because she was so drunk. How could I be my best when I was so worried that people would see what was happening at home? My psych, who is amazing, uh, he is a fantastic man, um, has helped me a lot. He... Uh, gave me this great phrase, which you may have, may or may not have heard me use on previous uh, workshops or Instagram lives where I've talked about living authentically. It's perception management. So I, throughout my childhood and well into my 20s, would manage people's perceptions of me. It's that, look over here. Look at this shiny, fun, happy person. Don't look over there at the home life. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Don't look over there. What that meant is that I would process things, but I'd process them on my own. Now, I've always been relatively self-aware. And so, and and I've also, People would often refer to me as an old soul when I was a kid. And that came from being an only child and talking with adults. But also, I think I was just genuinely an old soul. Like, I I was wise, streetwise beyond my years. And I think that could be part of the experience growing up, but also life. It's just what I was given. So I was able to process this the best way I could which is amazing, so amazing. What perception management did for me was it put a roadblock on me living authentically. I was always thinking about what other people thought of me. So that was a, that was a, big, a big issue which we, we, trust me, we are going to dive into that very deep uh, uh, coming up. <laughs> but that was, that was one of the things for me. The odds were stacked so much against me in terms of how I grew up. So if you had heard my story as a child, so if you, if you were looking at my case study, looking at what I'd gone through in my childhood, it would be, you would say, well, this person is probably reliant on uh, on, on substance, so be it alcohol or whatever, and has probably got some mental health issues. And he's probably not doing so great. That is the typical view that people generally have when they hear my full story. That's not me. I chose my own path in life. I did not want to be like my parents. 
I wanted to be in control of me. So because someone said, Oi, you must not be coping very well. I wanted to be like, well, no, I'm actually coping fine. And this is what I'm doing to do it. So it was always this kind of proving people wrong. I've never drunk alcohol except for two sips. I've had two sips, once at an 18th birthday and once with a friend. And when I say sips, I mean sips, like barely touch my mouth. I've never been drunk. I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never had drugs ever. Now, don't you worry. I make up for it in eating bad food, particularly when I was a teenager. But I did not do any of those typical things that that you would expect me to do. I knew that I could define my life. I needed to take control of my life. And I did that by controlling what I had the power to control. So I could say no to having a drink because I knew that it would lead me most likely to where my parents were. I knew to stay away from drugs because, again, that would probably lead me to where my parents are. I also It also meant that I... I knew that I could be better than what people thought that I would be as a kid. I knew that I could create a successful life for myself. I downplayed that a lot, though. So it wasn't until I started seeing a psych that I started really realising that I have built this life for myself. I did it. And I did it by making my own choices. Yes, people had an uh, impact on me as I grew up and I'm, I'm, I'm forever grateful for those people. In particular, uh, my aunt, I refer to her as, as Auntie Bub, um, as a family nickname. Uh, her real name's Robin. But she has had a huge impact on my life. But even with that, I am responsible for where I've ended up. So what I want this podcast to be is a look at how I got here. The lessons I learned along the way. What it means to define your own path in life. What it means to fight against the odds. I know that there are a lot of people out there that are fighting against the odds. And no one, the thing that I've learned, no one should ever downplay their life experiences. The thing that I used to say all the time is, oh, but everybody had a bad childhood. Yeah, I think a lot of people had a bad childhood, but I can now objectively say, I had a pretty rough childhood. We will dive into this in various uh, forms as we move on. But I had a rough childhood. Um, I'm still dealing with certain um, uh, issues from that. I'm very lucky. All I have is a bit of anxiety and a bit of an abandonment issue that I've worked through over the years. But there are people out there that have had a really rough, rough go. 
It can be anyone that's having a struggle. If you're trapped or feel like you're trapped in a relationship or a family that is treating you poorly. If you grew up like me, where life normally would have a different path for you and you were trying so hard to fight it, this is the podcast for you. I want us to get to know each other and understand other people's struggles. Throughout this podcast series, and we will be episodes and episodes in, I want us to have guests on. I want to talk to experts in the field. I want it to be a place where we can share knowledge to make our lives better. I'm going to let you go, but I'm going to end on this one note. No matter your struggle, no matter what you are going through, you are driving the car. So grab a hold of the steering wheel and decide where you're going. What is best for you? What is safe for you? What will make you happy? Thank you so much for listening to episode one. Like I said, this is just the beginning. Please make sure you reach out to me. Again, you can follow the podcast Instagram at The Open Drive. No spaces, no underscores. And you can follow me personally on Instagram as well at Nick Ginsburg. Please DM me, comment on my posts. Let me know your story. What's happening with you? Please share this podcast with your friends. I want to reach as many people as I can to find those people that need to hear this message. Thank you again for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic week, whatever you choose to do. And I will see you in episode two. See you later.